0: Hello, Mech fans, and welcome to the Valhalla Club. Grab yourself a Timbiki Dark, set up that paint booth, open that spreadsheet, and join us as we talk all things Battletech.
1: All right, good evening and happy new year to all of our listeners of the Valhalla Club podcast, your number one stop for Battletech-related news, tactics, and and trivia uh and disgusting drinks courtesy of Benjamin. Uh tonight I'm joined by Ben, Matt, Mike, uh David will be here soon, and I am your bartender tonight, Caveman. Um we are going for a short and sweet episode this evening. Uh we are going to hype up LVO, um big national tournament coming up in 2 weeks. We are going to discuss our favorite tactics to use in Alpha Strike, uh, just to get the gears turning in anticipation of an Alpha Strike tournament. And we are also going to look back on 2023 and see how the podcast has grown and also how the local Colorado scene has grown. Um, And of course, we will, as always, have a disgusting, disgusting drink, courtesy of Ben. Um, with that being said, there's really no reason to stop. Let's get this train a rolling. Choo-choo! <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Um, so, we're going to start off talking about LVO. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Matt is one of the uh, leads there for running the tournament, as is Ben running the uh, campaign in a day. Is that correct? Uh, so, if you guys want, we could spend a couple minutes just overview of what people have to look forward to at LVO um, and just a little peek behind the curtain, if that's all right.
2: Sure. I will speak first because I am a little bit under the weather. So sorry for my Canadian tone, I guess, as John has labeled it. My, yeah. my deep, deep throated tone. I don't know if you want to say that.
1: Mm-hmm. But, just uh, picture I'm talking like a Canadian from South Park. <laughs> exactly.
2: So, yeah, LVO coming up in, in less than two weeks now. And uh, we've got various events going on, both Alpha Strike and Classic Battletech. On the Alpha Strike side, we've got uh, another great uh, Alpha Strike 350 tournament going on. A uh, total of, well, a max of 34 players. I think we will probably max that out. We were pretty close to that um, in my latest tally. So that'll probably go five rounds. That's what's happening on Friday. Hopefully, you know, if if the stars align, we might be able to stream a little bit of it. But we will see what happens. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. Um, it's kind of tough because, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a huge pain. Logistically. Yeah. And, and Wi-Fi bandwidth and stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, further on... Um. On Saturday and Sunday will be Ben's event. I'll let him talk about that uh, briefly. On the classic side of things, on Friday we'll have a tournament called Battletech Through the Ages. So we'll be going through four different ages. You basically start off in a particular faction in the Succession Wars. You've got your first force. Now it's kind of like you're traveling through time as, as some sort of force commander. And through the different ages that we'll go through, your force evolves. So you get to change variants, you get to put in new chassis and remove old ones. So you're you're kind of getting a flavor of all the new, all the new technology and the new chassis that come out. So we'll go all the way to Ilclan. Clan, um, and so it should be a fun four rounds of classic, and that'll be kind of semi tournament style. Um, I say semi because we're not using. Um, it won't be like. Uh, uh, what do they call that? Swiss, Swiss pairings or anything like that? It'll be a little bit more loose, and a lot of the points <clears throat> are kind of gained through how you create your force and kind of some things that may be out of your control, like destroying the, excuse me, destroying limbs and different things like that. Um, and then it looks like the other event that we'll have for the classic side is Saturday Sunday. they will have BattleTech Escalation, which takes us. And that also includes Alpha Strike as well, but it takes you all the way from one unit playing Solaris all the way to controlling over a company of units playing Alpha Strike. So everywhere in between and we'll go through all six eras of battle tech. So it's kind of like this grand, you know, you move from a small dude in the, in the arenas all the way up to commanding a whole company or more and kind of the different tactics and kind of different logistics that you use for each of those in between. So It'll be kind of crazy, kind of fun, uh, and we're excited to have that there. Anyways, I'm going to turn it over to Ben, and not my snotty, snotty voice anymore, so Ben can talk about the cool stuff. There you go, Ben.
3: <laughs> the cool stuff. So yeah, we got the uh, campaign of a day scheduled on Saturday, and probably a little bit on Sunday. Um, campaign of a day is going to be over all six scenarios from Turning Points Helm. Um, all the units will be provided. I've been painting up a storm the last couple of weeks, as well as uh, Metal Ed is going to be providing some units as well. And um, he and I are going to kind of tag team this thing a little bit and uh, run two separate tables, identical. And then uh, we're still working out some of the details so it doesn't quite take up an entire 14-hour day of gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> so... um but yeah, it's going to be pretty fun, um, and uh, we're just going to play out the events from Turning Point's helm and see who gets control of the helm memory core.
2: Yeah, if those dastardly Free Worlds League slash Comstar agents or whatever. Nah, Can't let them have it, right?
1: I mean, why stop at 14 hours when you have the option to go to 24, and then you could have the Le Mans of Battletech? You know what I mean? This is a golden opportunity. <laughs>
2: Um, I will mention also that like, we'll have some good social events. So like on Thursday night when everyone's kind of getting into town, um, we'll have, uh, like a whole bunch of podcasters and whatnot. So come join us there. We'll be meeting somewhere. We'll put it out on the socials so everyone will know, uh, where to come join It'll probably be someone's hotel room and, and hijinks will occur. But it should be a good time. Um, I think we're leaving Friday night open to everyone to do whatever they want. Uh, Saturday night we'll probably do something, maybe dinner somewhere where we kind of go as a group or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, there's other things going on. We might do um, some uh, a 350 doubles tournament as well um, on uh, later on Saturday or something. So there's some some things. There will be a lot of battle tech to be had. I'll say that. There'll be swag, there'll be prizes, there'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a blast. So whoever's coming, be ready for some fun. Uh, if you're not, or if you want to try and come with us, hurry and grab tickets, because uh, they're about out. Uh, with that, yeah, I think that's, that's LVO kind of in a nutshell. Anything else, Ben? Great, guys. No, Mike? Yeah?
3: No, I can't think of anything.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a great long weekend of uh, gaming and hanging out the
2: bells. It shall be. Mike's gonna paint his force in the hotel room again. Of course.
0: No. No. I'm doing it <laughs> no. this weekend. I've got a four day yeah. weekend this weekend. I'm doing it this weekend.
4: Uh huh. We'll see.
0: If I bring I the airbrush to the hotel, I'm dead.
1: <laughs> Are we taking bets on that? Can we? Can well, we the The fact that I just right?
0: got the mean eye uh, yeah. confirms <laughs> that they will be done before I leave the oh, house. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> It'll be fine Well, thanks for the overview, guys. And we're really looking forward to it. Um, hey, David. Oh, we up? started a little early just because everyone's various degrees of tired or sick. Um, I
4: understand. i Keep it short. My cooking took oh, yeah. a little longer than expected.
1: Oh, you're fine, man. But the, the goal is to keep it short, uh, cover LVO, hype people up, um, cover the 2023 for Battletech. Uh, in Colorado, and also for the podcast, and then just a quick discussion on our favorite tactics to use in Alpha Strike, uh, kind of related to the Alpha Strike tournament happening in two weeks. Can we um, also cover ben, Genghis Khan? Can we also cover Genghis Khan? Um, yeah. I don't see why not. If you just want to like have a, like a quick few minute blurb right now, yeah, are you are you ready for it? Yeah, absolutely. have at it, man.
4: All right. One of our other events that's coming up in February is going to be our second uh, our second time at Genghis Khan. And this year, we're going to have more than just the Alpha Strike tournament. Uh, Jeremy will be hosting four different Battletech Outworlds Wastes missions, and each of those are uh, Classic-oriented. I believe they are 6K PV- BV, and uh, each of them has about five slots, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And then on Saturday, we will be having the Wolfnet 350 Alpha Strike Tournament, and I will be the one running that. Uh, There are a few changes to the standard Wolfnet rules. Uh, We will be playing the premier level rules. However, we will be making uh, some exceptions for accessibility and playability for everyone across the Colorado area. Uh, First off, we are going to allow 3D prints. We are going to allow unpainted miniatures and we are going to allow a wider variety of proxies. So the goal is for to get as many people out there playing as much as possible and for everybody to have a good time. Uh, the events all start at 9 a.m., and they will go until completion. The Outworld Wastes, the first, uh, first mission starts at 9, and then the second mission starts at 2 p.m. on both Saturday and Sunday. So you can get your tickets at... Uh, gamergirlgames.com and you'll see the banner there for Genghis Khan and that is happening on February 15th and 18th and I hope to see everybody out there. Right now we have uh, 12 tickets remaining for the Alpha Strike and only one ticket left for one of the Outworld Waste campaigns. So get in there and get those tickets and we will see everybody out there and look forward to having a great event and uh, to spreading the love of Battletech to everybody.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for keeping us uh informed on Genghis Khan. And I do just want to chip in that Jeremy is a really, really solid guy. Um and he's been running his outer uh outworlds uh campaign for for a long time now, out of the wizard's chest up here in Denver. Um and the classic guys seem to love it. <laughs> and uh you get to hear like shenanigans of theirs like uh, they'll get like they'll raid like a a Brian Cash. And then just instead of keeping like the advanced tech, they just sell it off immediately <laughs> just so they can like resupply their, their, uh, their company of mechs. So it's a lot, they had a lot of fun stories. And I hope everyone is able to make it out and uh, enjoy the games. Um, okay. So with LVO and Genghis Khan covered, um, let's go ahead and move on to our favorite Alpha Strike uh, tactic to use. Um, so for this segment, each of the hosts is just going to chip in um kind of like what their favorite little you know ace up their sleeve is um when playing the game um and then we'll have a chance for our host to chip in you know their thoughts on it and then we'll move right along um it shouldn't take too long i'm gonna lead off myself here um and my favorite tactic in alpha strike is i
4: was gonna say showing up what's that <laughs> <laughs> sorry
1: i'm just giving you shit oh yeah you're right i i had like a blank in my, my head. Really yeah whoopsies <laughs> yeah hey man who needs tactics when i have honor um <laughs> no but i uh, dam- disagree with you my favorite uh, <laughs> tactic is damage mitigation so uh i think ben can attest to this i have i really like brawly uh units um and jade falcon have a lot of brawl units that are also basically uh made out of glass so um my favorite tactic is to engage with my lead units they start taking a lot of damage ideally they don't take criticals you know maybe they do you hope to god that you don't get like a mobility hit and then that unit's just guaranteed to die Um, but you take some damage, you trade some fire, and then you rotate them out either to the backline or to somewhere where your opponent really kind of has to go out of their way to to re-engage that damage model, and then you move in a fresh body. Um, And I I, I found that it's really successful. It gives your opponent a hard time in uh, prioritizing his targets, you know, because you do kind of want to finish off what you started, but I, I try to make it as hard as I can for my opponent. And I think Ben can attest, I, there's been a few games where I, like, I'll even like, hide a mech <laughs> behind some buildings, and he'll like, jump his penetrator over there just to finish off you know, a crippled you know, what, night gear or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what I like to do, and I, it's pretty good at annoying people, I think.
2: Um, other than annoying people, is it, do you find it to be effective in winning scenarios, I guess?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Scenarios, you really want to keep your activation count up. So the longer you keep a body on the map for, the, the more options you have and the more your opponent has to worry about. Okay. Well, let's move on to Ben. Ben, what is your favorite tactic to use in Alpha Strike?
3: Um I don't even know. It's not really a tactic, it's more just I like using combined arms. Um Okay. I like to have, you know, some, some indirect fire going on. I like to have a couple of big chunks of armor rolling around and then some, some fast mover guys that are annoying and stuff like that. So it gives the opponent a lot of different options to think about and deal with all at the same time kind of thing, you know, Um, exposing a, a, an Atlas or a, or a Cyclops or something like that to a lot of sustained fire that they can soak up while my little guys are going in and sniping at guys. And Spotting for the indirect fire as it comes in, you know, it's it's kind of what I like doing.
1: Yeah, I've played against a lot of since <laughs> and Jay Edgars and Typhoon assault tanks. They're pretty
3: annoying. <laughs> and the heavy air alarm carriers.
1: Oh yeah, can't leave those guys out, or the cavalry vitals. Yep, That's wholesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. That four-three damage profile that moves like twenty inches and just. Choppers behind you, while you're facing off against a uh oh, what's the jumpy te- mech? The Sagittarius.
3: Oh, the Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's where you don't want to be. You don't want to be sandwiched between a Sagittarius and a Vitzol. That's a that's a bad day. And I think I've had a few Jade Falcon Warriors die that way.
3: Yeah, you know they definitely did. Yeah, do you change that up
2: a lot when it's not like a kill 'em scenario, because obviously the indirect fire takes a little bit more time than direct fire to, to kind of weed through units so do you I mean do you switch that up a lot for when you're going I do
3: like that? I, I I float between pulling the indirect fire guys and just using flankers and and some some brawly dudes to kind of oh. mix it up and then you know um, or not even use VTOLs or you know I also like battle armor and anti anti mech attacks too that's always a good time <laughs> oh, <laughs> off of the VTOLs <laughs> from the VTOLs pair dropping it. Yeah. You know.
1: yeah. anti is so good, man. The, the guaranteed crit roll is just devastating. Yeah, it's it's rough. Well, great. Thanks for bearing. Um, you can go ahead and pick the next victim.
3: Uh, let's go with Matt, since he's so talkative. <laughs> <laughs> Always.
1: Always.
2: Um, I think one of the things I like to do in Alpha Strike uh, specifically is yeah, within the realm of being overly aggressive, as always. Um, I like to have a fast unit, and it would be fast if it's Intersphere, it'd be jumpy if it's Clan, because then it would be my Viper, of course. Uh, to get behind, Gosh. or or at least to threaten to get behind units, because there is something with Alpha Strike players about having units behind that for a lot of players, it causes some chaos in the mind. And it causes some, like, different decisions. So you see a ton of Alpha Strike players like, oh, where's the closest place where I can put my butt that I can't get a rear shot? You know, I can't get shot in the rear. Um, so I like causing a little bit of back, you know, backfield chaos with either, a, a, like, a, um, you know, like a Mongoose or a Mercury, um, if it's or or, you know, if you're Ben, a Fireball um exactly (laughs) or yeah if i'm playing clan then it's definitely it's my viper every every time um oh yeah so that that's something that i see that causes other players to kind of like get off their game i want them to like feel oh my plan is now you know shot to hell so i need to like adjust to this one unit and it it becomes like the unit that kind of is the focus of their attention and then I can like do other things with my other units. I also rely a lot on cheaper units, um kind of just normal skills, uh skill 4. I'm I'm totally fine with rolling a whole bunch of skill 4s. Um if it's uh if I'm going to up the skill, I generally only do it on cheaper units because the the percentage of the total cost that you have to pay for an upgrade is much much higher uh, at the high end of units, so I try and keep the percentage that I'm paying for upgrades pretty low. So that's another thing that I do, just kind of as far as list wise. Um, I, I'm not sure. I think I know that's just one tactic that I really like to use in, in Alpha Strike is that kind of chaos in the backfield. So I'll go with that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Viper can has a huge threat envelope of like uh, the area that it can threaten It's just incredible. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and that's you know it it is it's not like the big hitter. It can it can do some decent damage. I mean, if you're hitting in the rear, it can get up to like five at short. But um, it's just more of I like think it's
1: a, the psychological damage. Yeah,
2: completely, completely psychological to see like this thing yeah. that can jump anywhere in my back, and so now like I have to put three mix back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, and, like, <laughs> I can't get shot in the back where it's just one more damage, really, but the fact that you can't shoot it back if you don't have other units there, that that is yeah. real psychological, like, oh, what am I going to do? You know, so, that is one thing I use.
1: Yeah, awesome. Um, well, thanks for sharing. You get to pick our uh, our next participant here.
2: Okay, let's go, Mikey Mike. Uh, ben kind of stole mine.
0: Um, I, too, am just an overall... Of course he did. yeah, yeah No, I, I had planned story. out before he said it. Um, but the, uh, overall combined arms, uh, using every asset available, whether that's slow and brawly, fast and, you know, sneaky, maybe, um, VTOLs, artillery, um, every aspect of it, um, uh, and anti-mech attacks. I love me some anti-mech attacks, but that's, that's generally it. Um, at least in a 350 cents, uh, outside of 350, I also, also like incorporating some aerospace. I had a game with Rick uh, a few months back. At this point, we had artillery, VTOLs, aerospace. We, we had everything. So that sounds fun. It, it is. Are
2: you still all yep. about the Ice Icevert J skill two? What, is, what <laughs> That's here, Mike. situational? Dependence. I think. He- <laughs> uh, if you've played NWO
0: with us, I'm I'm lately a, a massive Viper fan.
1: Oh, we got two Viper fans. It's a it's only a fun Viper fan. fan.
4: <laughs> they're the bestest i'm sorry the
1: viper has an only fans
4: oh, the viper has an <laughs> only fans and it's featuring mike oh hello all. all right
1: don't uh, don't ever go and crash OnlyFans. fans it's right, very effective. guys yeah gross yeah mike one thing i played against you and you are not afraid to just yeet your mechanized oh, infantry at people's like faces oh absolutely uh, not and they really caught me off guard yeah it was I'm, like incredibly aggressive I'm yeah. a shit. Tell me about that uh, I just yeah. like to
0: get in there because like everyone's got a plan uh, I think e- even outside of 350 right some people like to be a little bit more reserved and try to be more tactical, and then I just bulldoze down the, the board with everything and like I'm here <laughs> your plan is screwed because <laughs> I don't have a this is my plan um, to throw off your plan and hope you make mistakes so be brawling
1: yeah it's very aggressive it's awesome yeah my games don't last long no they don't yeah it's it's like big wins or big losses which is fun it's its own play style it is fun Uh.
4: all that's left is Dave it is yeah so obviously those of you that played me at LVO you know what my favorite is and that is super heavies and edge type weapon systems bring the fattest of boys Bring the fattest of boys to the table. So I love the Ares. I think it's a hilariously underperforming mech, and it's great. The, uh, the fact that it can counter tactics like what uh, Matt likes to do. Jump behind it. 360 turret. Mike, who jumps right at it. 360 turret. And eight damage at short range. Uh, Shutting them down with T-SIMP's fun. T-SIMP's. Well, yeah, they can get shut down pretty easily with T-SIMP's. But they also have a version with t semp And that brings me also to some of the other edge case units that I like. Uh, The Scaffas, the jumping hovercraft, which is asinine. But people look at it and then they're like, what the hell do you mean that that hovercraft just jumped 14? It's just, I, I enjoy building meme lists and... They are not always the most effective, but they are really fun to play. So, industrial mechs, super heavies, T-SIMPs, and jumping hovercraft.
1: Yeah, that sounds sounds about right for you. At one point, didn't you have like a swarm of trucks too? Just like
4: crappy periphery vehicles?
1: Uh, Or was that someone else? uh,
4: No, that was probably me. I think it was either Remember, Rosselhog or Copo that I brought my industrial mech list, and it had a bunch of trucks in it.
0: I was going to say your, your industrial list. The Industrial yeah. Revolution!
1: Yeah. My very first game against David, I had a summoner cut in half by some sort of lumberjack mech, and I was like, all right,
4: that's It enough. was a dig lord, I think. A dig lord.
1: <laughs> and it did like the names four or funny.
4: five damage to your summoner and just ripped its heart out. Yeah, it was a sad day for everyone.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. So we, it is fun too playing against Dave because you really never know what you're gonna get. You just know it's gonna be
4: insane one way or the other. It's uh, uh,
1: the facts. You,
3: you
4: you believe in the skew. You take the skew list. Or just whatever happens to be the theme of the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well I will say
0: Dave is now always prepared for VTOLs. I made that happen.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Never forget your uh Never forget flack. Never forget your flack. Yeah. That first game was hilarious.
0: And the first time I brought those like rebased Dark Age clicks, VTOLs, you're like,
4: what's that? I'm like, helicopters. (laughs) And you didn't have any flack. Nope. (laughs) Awesome. It's kind of reminiscent of when I took two Ares against uh, Charles and his Jest 2s and my Ares just evaporated. Yeah, yeah, those twos two's
2: do do a lot of damage. Two Jest 2s are ridiculous. Yeah.
4: yeah, and when they're firing from indirect and I didn't have any flak again, flack, to shoot down his spotter, yeah, I was screwed. Yeah. He's, he's using it with the C3, too,
1: so. Ouch. Well, you can't, you can't use the C3 with indirect,
4: but yeah. No, no it was well, just indirect fire, firing at a yeah, super heavy, yeah. which is like firing Neither at nor a nor building. Nor yeah. <laughs> easy. You get a bonus to <laughs> shoot me.
1: Yeah. Oh, man you know it's funny i just want to take a quick detour here tangent about the aries like it's such a goofy mech and it uh is. i think it did it come out at the same time as like proto when they were like let's just it make was, robot people shaped like animals so it yeah.
4: was it was originally part of the dark age clicks and yeah. then they wrote the whole backstory for it and it uh as far as the tabletop is concerned, I've never played it in classic, but on Alpha Strike, it's definitely a fifty-fifty mech. It's it's a lot of points, and if you're going for area denial, there is nothing better.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's 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 skew too. Like it just has so many hit points.
4: So if your list isn't built to dish out damage, five. You're, yeah, you're you're gonna be caught out by that thing and be like, how? What do I do? Hey, and if you put battle armor on it, it gets another four. <laughs> Yeah, I of that, actually.
1: That's my, my least favorite tactic is when my opponent just tosses battle armor on his mech as a blade of armor. <laughs> like, what's my job? Oh, uh, you just ride this until you die.
4: Those Black Wolf yeah. battle armor, that was their job before the, yeah. the yeah. great point rehashing of 2022 or 23. Mm. Good. Mm. I. Rick,
1: Rick isn't here, but Rick literally has battle armor that he modeled sombreros onto, and he just puts them on top of his mechs, which is funny and
4: also makes me angry. It um, gives me ideas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but great. Uh, I appreciate everyone sharing. Uh, it sounds like we kind of are all a little bit uh, covered all the bases between being very aggressive in our play, uh, very aggressive in our list building. Liking lots of speed. Uh, liking um, sticking around trying to like, put our, make our opponent make bad decisions. And that actually kind of covers Matt and I, we both like it when our opponent makes bad decisions, kind of broadly speaking. Me by sticking around and him by putting a jumpy boy in the middle of the map and saying "Anywhere you go, I'm going to be behind you. Which uh, is definitely a thing. Um, well great, any, any final comments before we move on?
2: Well, I think a lot of our comments are kind of colored by, by the, you know, Alpha Strike 350 tournament stuff. So, yeah, you know, absolutely. That's a really a good point. Salt if you're doing other things, but yeah, especially with our, our comments towards LVO, but uh, a lot of these, you know, a lot of the Wolfnet scenarios definitely lean towards fast, um, yep. fast and kind of glass cannon type things. So um, yep. other stuff, you may want to want to try other stuff, but uh, I think for the Wolfnet scenarios, this
1: kind of, a lot of this stuff works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do want to circle back. Uh, if your list doesn't have flak in it and you're going into a wolf net scenario, you should reconsider and get some, sneak some flack in there because you, you always want the option
4: in case you go against VTOLs. Or a skill two with a lot of firepower.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can also do that if you're Charles, I guess. <clears throat> a little Fenris. Um, cool uh well that's covered that was a fun little talk keeping it light but talking some tactics um let's move on and take your review of 2023 um first let's talk about the podcast how the podcast is doing and then after that we'll talk about our local uh colorado scene in the springs and in denver um so mike i think you're the one who watches this most closely how is the podcast doing. I'm logging in right now. Okay,
2: it's doing great.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's doing uh, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no, it's
0: it's been doing good uh, since. I mean, since we started, episode one was came out in what it was September, September twenty two. Since September, since we launched, we're at eleven thousand three hundred downloads, uh, which is pretty awesome. In um, our most recent one with the cookbook interview, um, is the Best performing so far. Like with each episode, um, total downloads uh, gets gets better day by day um, over previous ones. And then when you look at like the global map, um, USA is obviously covered. We got dots in Hawaii, Alaska, some down in Central America, Australia, New Zealand, and all over Europe too. So um, yeah, that's seem pretty Great. healthy. healthy robust maybe except matt oh (laughs) what what was that i said maybe except matt he's a little sniffly
4: yeah poor
1: little buddy low blow (laughs) low blow blow. well cool um it's good to hear that the cast is growing we've got listeners um and dave you just put together a site for the podcast or for
4: yeah. So I put together a website for Colorado Battletech, which is also going to host our uh, podcast website for the time being. So if anyone wants to get to our podcast website, just go to dot and up the very top in the upper right-hand corner, there will be the link to the Valhalla club. It gives you a link to our discord. It gives you a link to, uh, Basically everything that we talk about here on the podcast, we're going to strive to put on the website. So it'll be just an easy to find location for folks to get hold of us.
1: Great. Yeah. In between the website, I believe has an email for the podcast and Mm -hmm. we also have the discord. So there's a couple different avenues of reaching out and uh, it's always fun to hear from listeners. So if you have questions for the cast or anything like that, you know, shoot us a message.
2: Well, and I got to say that um, I have loved like the the growth on the Discord channel. Um just, you know, we get a couple people that join every day, so it's been pretty cool to see different groups, you know, have different uh their little booths there and everything. It's just been great to like interact with a lot of different people across different different podcasts and different locations in the world and all sorts of stuff. So it's been really cool to see the growth there and just get to know people and stuff. So if, you, if you're listening and you haven't jumped on the Discord, you should. It's, it's a blast there.
0: It's, it's definitely become a nice hub for, for pretty much everybody. Um, and then the dedicated game nights have been a lot of fun for MechWarrior Align on Fridays um, and then sporadically throughout the week. Um, but yeah, maybe we should get somebody to start up a, a Mega Mech night. We can have MWO on Fridays and Mega Mech or something on another day. I'm not taking that honest. one, though. I kinda wanna
4: try Destiny.
0: Ooh, there you go. Not the game from not Bungie. The Death from Love
4: ago? Destiny. Oh, okay. I mean like the, the Mech Warrior Destiny. So if anybody's interested in that, hit me up because I think that would be fun and I'd be down to do something on like Saturday nights or something or Saturday in the afternoon. So like a virtual RPG group? Yep. Cool. That sounds fun. Oh, and I
2: do, have uh. to, I do have to apologize while we're on the talk with the podcast. Uh, we didn't have an episode of the Scenario Showcase this month, just due to holidays and whatnot. But we will have two, I, I mean in December. Uh, we will have two, one here in the next couple of weeks, and then one probably really late January. So I'll get it back to once a month, I promise.
0: I'll say while we're at LVO, I think uh, like maybe do some, some like player interviews. Uh, like post post AS 350 or like in between matches. Oh yeah. Uh, there's definitely a lot of cool stuff we can do. Uh, like yep. Let's get some commercials made. I don't know.
1: <laughs> what for the cider company?
0: <laughs> That's No, they company. Uh, Charlie Company, cider Co- company owes me a commercial as is. I told them months ago.
2: Are any I, of you driving out there?
1: They have a very like uh, Tim and Eric energy.
4: Yeah. He's insane. Hey, no, are any yeah, of you guys driving out to LVO?
2: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, sa- same crew as last time. I'm flying. <laughs> I I think
4: <laughs> I, I might have so to make some mason jars of cider with hot dogs in it for you to take to there oh, and I want oh, a picture of oh Chandler Lord, drinking it. Oh. Ooh. You mean a video? A video, I want a video No, 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 I don't want any of you to drink it Because it's just gross, but I want gross. Chandler To actually it's... drink his own product
0: I don't know if Ishii's yeah. coming, but Chandler Ben, say no,
1: Ben, say no now <laughs> Metal Ed <laughs> Just say no, Ben, just say no
4: Dude, it's right in the, on the other drinks you want your dice, been drinking? You're taking cider Oh man,
1: wow <laughs> this, is, this is escalated
0: have, Speaking of dice Have we actually announced special dice? Like super special dice?
4: No, fresh, no, those have been those have been blacked out on any of the pictures that I have posted. So if you guys would like to talk about the super secret dice that are arriving on Tuesday, oh, so 2 is. days from this uh recording, then please go ahead.
0: I think it's safe. Like they're specific to 2024. And it was your idea. It so was. you get to do it.
4: Okay, so what we did is this year we decided to, one, get a rerun of the dice that we had produced last year. So again, we'll have the green, gold, and silver uh, dice for just general purchase, handing out. Uh, we also have a special dice for 2024, and it has our Valhalla Club symbol on it, and it also has 2024 underneath it. and then each of the podcasters chose a dice mix as far as the, you know what the dice like a, what the like die color. was the color combination on the dice and it has our podcast symbol on it and it has each of the uh podcaster's name under it so there are only 10 pairs of those dice per podcaster so if you if you get one from one of them uh, it is a pretty unique item that we did in a very small batch so that we could hand them out for whatever we chose. Whether it's, you know, had a great game with somebody or somebody who's been influential to the community or stuff like that. So keep your eyes out when you see us in person and hope that you get some super cool dice. Yeah. And you don't try to mug us. All right. Come on. Got to earn them. No stealing. Except for Mike. He's small. He's muggable. Ben told me he's keeping his dice in his prison wallet, just to make sure. Wash them before you use them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. my friends, have, they're going to have so sanitizer. much
0: spilled beer on them. I mean, you probably should,
1: anyways. That's true. That's true. Pretty excited to see them. Pretty pretty excited. And we paid well, extra, so they they roll good. You know, we paid for those fives and sixes. You know what I mean?
4: <laughs> we made sure that they're weighted to the uh, mm-hmm. to the six side. He's a, these are the Giddons. These are the ones you want. Yep, and they are very effective against us. <laughs> oh, good lord! And they're yeah. super ineffective when we use them. We so if them you see us right rolling now. our own dice, yeah. you, you're probably going to win.
2: And against Charles Gideon, win.
4: sorry, they're 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 the best. Sorry, Charles.
3: Sorry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. combine our dice with Wolfnet dice, and you will win against Charles. Yep. Oh, and that brings me up to another good point. Uh, We have come to an agreement with Aries Games and Miniatures, and they will be uh, selling our dice on their website. So if you don't ever have a chance to see us in person, you will have the opportunity to buy the standard dice off of the Aries Games and Mini's website. And those should be up, I would say, probably in about a month, maybe a month and a half, because I have to get them here first and then mail them to Derek over at Ares.
1: Yeah, and if you haven't had a chance to see them, they, they're really cool. Uh, gold, silver, green, and the sixes are crossed battle axes, which is nice. Because if you roll two of them, you just chop your opponent's head off.
4: That's how it works. I mean, right?
2: figuratively. That's fair. Not That's fair. Not literally, but... Yeah, yeah. I
4: don't not know, literally. you throw them fast <laughs> enough, they'll do it.
3: <laughs> Pocket dice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Colorado. <laughs> moving on to the next topic, the Colorado biotech community uh, was growing and is now shrinking, uh, mostly because of all of the murder. So, we'll, <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, no, I no, think our community Ray- has done wonderful. We have we've been growing month over month. The Facebook has four hundred and ninety something. Let me look.
1: Um, before we move on to the Colorado community as a whole, is there anything else anyone wants to chip in about the podcast? No. Perfect. Let's move on to talking about Colorado.
4: <laughs> so we'll our Colorado community up. has 485 members on the Facebook page. And Mike, do you know how many we have in the Discord? Uh, Discord has 408. 408? So, I mean, we are we have quickly become the largest Battletech community organization in colorado and we've
0: launch party missed opportunity is what i'm gonna say
4: (laughs) (laughs) we uh we brought together the the colorado battletech group and the colorado springs battletech group and combined them about what a year year and a half ago and it has just uh, wow okay two years years. ago but it has just grown from there we we have hosted events uh on the north side of Denver, all the way down to Pueblo. We haven't made it out to the Western slopes yet, but, uh, that's why we planted Matt there. He's our, our partisan. Yes. (laughs) So in discord Matt is there to build the community, Mm -hmm. but we have a lot of active participation on the Facebook page. Now we have a website so that we can reach more people. And we've also been, uh, developing the relationship between, The Colorado Battletech and Gamer Girl Games, who runs Genghis Khan and Tacticon, and they actively reach out to us each time they have a con to get Battletech out there. So that has been a fantastic development, and it has really helped grow the community and get this wonderful game out in front of people.
1: And not only you know have we been growing in numbers. I will say the the community uh, as a whole and the individuals are extremely friendly. You know, I really do enjoy getting out to the shop and gaming. I know I'm going to have fun. I'm going to laugh and catch up with people. That's um, really something I look forward to, which is nice. Good eggs. They're a bunch of good eggs. Now, oh. um, in Denver, um, Braden has been running his clan invasion campaign where players uh, get to pilot clan mechs against Brayden's Inner Sphere forces and advance and rank. And I think every quarter or so, roughly, they compete for blood names, which is pretty cool. It's just like uh, 1v1 death matches that go incredibly quick. Uh, And then the winner finally earns a name. Uh, This first run, it was Dusty. Dusty earned the name for... uh Uh-oh. Don't remember. He's a ghost bear. I know that much. Um, and congrats to him. Mm-hmm. And then the other campaign we've been running in Denver is Jeremy's uh, Outer Worlds, which has also been steadily growing. Uh, and that that's like the more conventional campaign where you've got sea bills um, and you have to do math. So it's you know a little bit much for little old me. But it's pretty cool. I, I see it every Tuesday. I make it out to the Wizard's Chest and they're having fun and trading mechs and lamenting the loss of critical systems and they're like oh my god you know it's like uh, like, uh, the Tiger King you know how am I ever going to financially recover from this you know so (laughs) it's fun watching those guys Um, so Denver's it's been steadily growing uh, and the Wizards chest on Tuesdays is is kind of the the jewel of Denver Battletech gaming I'd say with um, Colpar and Aurora uh, steadily growing on I believe Saturdays um with zach in the lead there i'm not as familiar so yeah it's been a lot of fun um how about down in colorado springs what have you guys seen
4: uh jack has been really good about pushing the uh thursdays at gamers haven and we typically whenever anybody wants to try and do pickup games on saturday that's pretty easy to to get a hold of folks that's great yeah. i usually don't make it out on thursdays because work but uh you know saturdays are no. saturdays are a lot of fun usually you see. Two to four people out there every every Saturday playing.
1: That's great, man. Yeah, I think that's kind of the tipping point, especially in community building, is when you know that like if you come out on a certain day, you'll you'll see people and you can get a game. You know, that's really where you want to be, and that's where we're at in Denver and Colorado Springs. So it's great. Um, any any other comments? How's it going out in the West, Matt? You find some some gamers out there?
2: No, I'm 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 in a pretty small town out here in Gunnison. It's pretty isolated, like essentially an hour from anywhere else, so it's yeah. pretty slim pickings, but uh, but yeah, I know there's some guys up in Grand Junction that are playing and stuff. It's just a couple hours from me, and I haven't had a chance to get up there yet, but um, at least to play Battletech. Um, we'll work on it, though.
1: For the future. For the future. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Have you uh, petitioned that the, the town change its name to Auto Cannon, son?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, you're wrong, <you're> everyone.
2: <laughs> um, that was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, no, I
1: don't think so.
2: I have found there, there is one other guy here that plays BattleTech, so we need to get together and play. But uh, it starts with two. It starts with two. Yeah,
1: yeah. It starts with two and being regular seen at the same place, and people will be say, "Hey, what's that?" And then yeah, you know, that's how it goes. Well, cool. Yeah. Um. So overall numbers, it was the Facebook and Discord are like what 400 pop each. Was that mm-hmm. right? Did. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a lot of growth over the past two years. Um I'm happy for it. Any 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 other thoughts, I guess?
0: The podcast Discord is up to two seventy one and I think what we've had three or four join within the past two days since OMAM dropped their latest episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've done a really good job of um kind of turning the Discord into like a, a Discord emporium. <laughs> you've got it's truly you know, a club. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. There's a lot of um, chat, like chatter, I guess, from different perspectives, which I like to, to read, to lurk, as I say. Yeah. Well, great. Um, ben, are you still with us? Snoring. He's doing the work. Can you make, did someone make cricket noises?
2: He's a painting machine.
1: He is. Mm. He's got to paint like 2,000 units right now. So. Or Ben. Ben has to get up early in the morning for work. I think he may have. Passed out oh, on shit, us. I,
3: I've been on mute the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, it was
1: a painting machine.
3: I'm putting base guns uh, down. I'm drawing try- uh, stuff.
1: I got going on. Nice, dude. You're on a roll, man. got yeah, I had a tiger playing in the background.
3: I do I do? It's been that way for the last three days.
1: <laughs> cool, nice. dude. Um, well, welcome back to the podcast.
3: Um, <laughs> I've been listening all time. I'm like. Eh. Apparently I made some comments, but they never went through.
1: Uh, um, we are at the drink of the month, my friend.
3: Oh, is you it that get time? You to
1: inflict Woo-hoo! your yeah terror on us.
3: It's that time.
1: Yep. This is the part where we have to adjust the letter straps around each of the listeners' wrists, or else they would leave. Say, nope, here's the drink of the month. You have to watch it. <laughs>
3: Hey, all this is Ben here, your Battletech Master Spirits. Get your mixers, liquors, shakers, stirs, and strainers ready as we cover this month's Battletech Drink of the Month. All right, well, this month's Drink of the Month, I, I promised last episode that I'd give you something that was relatively decent. Um... So this month's Drink of the Month is the Word of Blake Interrogation, also known as that a Mind great. Eraser. Also known as a Mind <laughs> Eraser. It and is, what's the
1: Mind Eraser, Ben?
3: It is two ounces of Kahlua, two ounces of vodka, and two ounces of Sprite. Layer okay. it over in a cocktail glass. Kahlua, Sprite, then vodka. Insert a straw and drink it like a shot. Oh,
1: okay, never mind. <laughs> All praise is gone with the, with the last sentence,
3: dude. That, uh, that Blake ruined, be praised. Ruined many uh, an e three in my in my unit for a while. Wow. <laughs> I think oh I got gosh. a I got a Blue Angels one time that he he took a couple of them and he couldn't fly the next day. Couldn't
4: couldn't fly or couldn't see. Couldn't fly. Oh, okay, because <laughs> he couldn't see. Because
3: he because we had to carry him back to the back to the hooch and. We drug him along the sidewalk and scraped up his back and shit. <laughs> it was a great no old No man
4: left behind.
1: We didn't leave him. We drug him. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm saying. I was, you know,
4: blotting you. No man left so behind. So years you ago, behind. you were wondering why the Blue Angels didn't fly with their full squad. <laughs> you can blame Ben.
3: That, that might have been my fault.
4: So that is... Okay, they're just Navy. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you watch it.
3: Ben, you were in the Department of the Navy too. You goof. Kind of. No, Not it's really. on the label.
0: <laughs> Speaking of you, Navy it. nerds, John, have you read Bad Water yet? Bad Water. Nope. Well, you should. It's in Killzone. What
1: the? Killzone. Yes, these things I'm very familiar with. Battlecore anthology titled
0: Killzone. It's a short story oh. in there called Bad Water. You Navy
1: boat boy should go read it. Oh, okay. Is that a submarine in it? It's got boats in it. Bing,
3: bing, bing.
1: Oh, all right. Well, I'll check it out. Bad so, water. What was the name of so the отк- anthology? Surface an- boat. Anthology. An- 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 oh, my God. Till T- T- Okay. That's a friendly sounding name. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, the drink sounded actually somewhat edible until you decided to put a straw on it and suck it down. That made it worse.
3: It's a big shot. Um, yeah, it's a big shot. that's your drink of
1: the month Uh, thank you ben keeping (laughs) our customers blind since 2021 2021 22 Uh uh-oh whoops we incorporated in 21 okay (laughs) i mean kind of Alright then. So let's, uh, let's see. We've I think we've hit the wickets here, as we say. We've uh, covered LVO and Genghis Khan, talked a little Alpha Strike, talked uh, about the Blake interrogation techniques, and uh, yeah. Am I missing anything here, co-host? Uh,
0: well, it's the first episode of 24. What are you most looking forward to in 2024? You
1: start John. <gasps> a smile on Ben's face, of course. Yeah.
3: That's only we can Falcons again.
1: Ooh, yes, that is absolutely right. Once LVO is over, I get That's to right. return to the glorious Emerald Horde. Hmm. Right. cast off these shackles.
3: Your official because, because I lost. will be cut. I think that yeah. means
4: you need to have another trial of possession at LVO. Oh, wow, well, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> that sounds like an honorable coward
1: uh i like the first adjective so (laughs) you know fitty fitty i'll keep half
4: of what you said uh david while you're talking what are you looking forward to in the year 2024 gen con i am very much looking forward to going to gen con for the first time awesome man i like it hopefully some of you guys will be able to make it as well yeah not me well you're leaving the state so that's understandable
3: freedom i mean i'll be there but i'm not there on official business
4: oh can't be, can't be
1: slumming it up with you, David. is what Ben's saying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ben
4: will be, sl- will be uh, slumming it up at the uh, Wolfnet house, just like <clears throat> me. I thought that was called the Casa de Wolfnet. Casa de Wolfnet. It was a mm, drunk was party, we're,
3: whatever. More so, Casa de Podcast. Casa, Casa de podcast.
1: podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's podcast what it is. Now.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah, Gen Con should be fun,
1: man.
4: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be you get a lot of it, gaming. I've heard it's a really good experience to go to at least once. So if I have to pick one that I'm going to go to, it'll be Gen Con, and then hopefully next year will be Adepticon.
1: Nice, man. Yeah, go big. Why not, Mike? How about you? What are you looking forward to this year? Um, new fiction,
0: new minis that I won't be. Able, I won't even be able, like when the Kickstarter shows up. I'm going to leave it in the box. You're gonna have to hide them from your wife, is what you mean. No, she she knows I'm getting it. It's, oh, she does. Uh, I'm gonna have but to. But does she know how much? And then <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to leave them in a the box because a month, two months later, they're going in a U-Haul. Like I'm not pulling anything out. Uh, I'm still looking forward to it, though. But really, all the new fiction because the it it's the InterSphere is set to explode, and <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Oh man,
1: you heard it here, dude! InterSphere exploding. This year, everything. You're talking about politics, fucked. right? You're just talking about the inner sphere. Okay. This is all, all of it. It's all fucked. Okay. <laughs> and it's going <laughs> to be awesome. <laughs> all right, man. That sounds cool. Are you excited to move? Where are you headed to? Can we spill the beans on that?
0: I'm, I'm, I, the beans have been spilt. I'm moving back home to
1: Anchorage. That's right. He's leaving CONUS, going to Anchorage, becoming a reservist, growing a uh, beard. Guard,
4: but yeah. Okay. I don't know. You nasty
0: guard. Yeah, you're one to talk.
4: I know. I'm just gonna have to go up there just to run into you, just to make you salute me. Ew! Don't be that person.
0: I can run way fast. You're not even allowed to run.
4: You're on profile. Yeah, allowed to run is not the same as running. I okay. can still run. Okay, well I can run. Not, <laughs> not for very far. <laughs> oh, I'm calling. I'm calling medical. I'm calling. That's the that's fine. I can run for about lowered this man's mile. rating. I can run for about a half mile before my foot goes numb. So I can catch him before <laughs> then. I got longer legs than he does.
0: Yeah, kind of
4: uh, kinda reminds me of that line of like born
1: identity. He's like, he's like, I know at this altitude, I can run for a mile before my hands start shaking. But it's less cool because it's just David having his foot go numb. <laughs> 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 Yay. Thanks, Army. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you, service. Um, all right. And Ben, how about you, man? What are you looking forward to this year?
3: Uh, I'm just looking forward to getting all this painting done before Leo. right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Soldier we'll um, on,
1: man. You'll make it through, I year, believe in you.
3: I mean, there's a lot of good stuff coming out.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, with I how much take you take have to it. paint, are you just speed painting the hell out of it?
3: No, man. I'm, I'm detailing it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting in there deep. This man, this man has
1: standards, all right? You're, you're a king. He is a king. He's your yeah, king. He's, there's he's nothing eons. wrong with speed paints. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I've never, I, I never used speed paint, so I don't know.
4: They are amazing. They're pretty nifty, dude, especially for gray tones. Really, really convenient. Even, even the bright colors. I've got a set of dark blue and aqua mechs sitting half-painted right now, and they look fantastic.
3: I mean, there's a lot of I like that. Since the podcast has started,
1: it. we all start saying fantastic now because of Ben. Exactly. You're welcome. It's infiltrated my vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs>
3: It makes you a more positive person, John.
0: Uh, you all uh, say it. I don't.
3: Why are you holding out, dude? It's fantastic. Mm,
0: I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, I literally this. I think this week Isadora shared something with me, and like I came over and like I rested my hand on her shoulder, and I was like, "That's fantastic." Because you're all old, like, oh. so that's
0: what you say. Uh, you're not I just, more behind I just, us. I just say that's
1: dope. Mm, dope is good. Yeah, old um, people say again.
0: fantastic.
4: Oof. Don't worry, Mike. Yeah, I mean,
3: Mike, Mike is throwing gloves down. I told you
0: I'm down. I'm brawly, man.
3: There there you go, mm. Mike. There's there's your example of the speed paints in the paint booth. That's what I I think of as speed paint. Mm. <laughs>
0: just just gray. Leave it gray. It's fast and speedy.
1: You know what? Maybe we need to have another co-host, <laughs> Pachal. and uh if Ben loses, he has to use speed paints and if Mike loses, he has to paint his minis.
4: <laughs> just oh. actually well, Mike's leaving, so I will be happily issue that, but y'all. Ooh. There you go. Here we, here we have. I'm a witness. That does well, actually look pretty
0: good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I got standards, man.
1: He yeah. does. Yeah. That looks yeah. good. That's why he doesn't talk to me or make eye contact with me, no matter how hard I try. That's, that's why he's been on mute the whole time, because he's
0: actually <laughs> <been> painting.
3: <laughs> actually painting things.
0: Like, the blueing yeah. on the barrel of that
1: Warhammer looks really good. Oh, man. All right matt up to you oh yeah finish strong tell (laughs) us what you're looking forward to in 2024
2: um as far as kind of general things that i'm looking forward to is just to kind of see how catalyst moves into a little bit more long term like what they're going to do with kind of the flush of kickstarter money and how they're going to make the the, con- like the growth continue on long term versus just having like Kickstarters every two years or something. and uh, what that looks like in, you know, not only with the fiction, uh, but also with gameplay and how maybe you know more competitive stuff gets solidified and becomes a little bit more attuned throughout Catalyst and, and demo team and whatnot. Um, what a so reasonable and kind of- an adult take? Well, you know, I'm I'm sure you're
1: part of this podcast. I try, I try.
2: I I think it's just a interesting phase, and like it being the 40th anniversary, um, I'm like, oh, this is a this is like a real you know, it could go one way or another. Is it like we cut we become a little bit more like kind of the Warhammery stuff, or, you know, do we stay kind of unique? Um, you know, I, I'm just interested to see how things change and solidify uh, throughout this year, because I think a lot of that's going to be happening this year um, with, in, in a lot of phases of Battletech, and the whole universe, you know, every, everything going into it, but especially the gameplay. So, uh, it'll be interesting. I'm excited to see, and hopefully it, it goes well.
1: Very interesting, man. You're looking at things very differently than I am. It's very cool. I like it. Appreciate it. Things I had not considered.
0: It's like, we just want the toys. He wants the business to stay going so that we get more toys.
1: But We, want, <laughs> yeah. we just want
2: the toys now. It's just long-term selfishness. I mean,
1: that, that's, that's totally cool, right? It's awesome, dude. Someone needs to do it. You, you gotta be the adult in our group. <laughs> we're, we're all just jumping up and down, pointing at he toys. He has been from the get-go. It's true. It's true. Well, cool. Um, Do you guys want to get to wrap this up with some shoutouts and we all kick off and get some Zs and down some vitamin C packets and what have you? Let's do it. Alright. Let's just go in reverse order. Matt, let's hear hear your shoutout.
2: You know what? I I probably have shouted them out before, but uh, my two sons, William and Alex, they are great to play Battletech with me when I don't have a local community, so I don't know if they're like Somewhat willing victims, maybe is more the term. Um, But, uh, I mean, they routinely beat me, so maybe I'm the victim in this case. Uh, But, you know, it's really nice not only to have kids and sons, but also to have people that are, like, you know, with you and excited to play with you at uh, pretty much a drop of a hat. And and that's what I love about, like, Battletech communities in general. Just seeing the people that really love to be out there playing games, but also together with, with other good people. So, I'm glad to have that at home, and so I'm, I'm just uh, I'll shout them out. It's
1: awesome, man. I love having kids. best. Well, one singular kid.
2: <laughs> Booyah. Uh,
1: uh,
4: yeah. Solid pass. Uh, <laughs>
1: hey, man. It's not for everyone, but it's cool. Uh, Alright, so next up on our reverse order is Benjamin. Benjamin, stop painting. You gotta talk again, buddy.
3: Oh, I gotta talk again? Shit.
1: I'm sorry.
3: Um, Shout outs. You know, I think I shouted in my last podcast. I'm going to do it again. Anyway, though, Um, metal ed is doing God's work, helping me out with this uh, campaign on a day. I think we bit off more than we could chew on this thing, but uh, we're going to try and make it the best event we can. And uh, he's, he's doing a lot of the heavy lifting on the painting side and getting me organized because I'm under the gun on, a couple of different deadlines plus trying to paint and he's really stepped up to the plate and helped me out. So shout out to metal ed. Awesome, man. Shout
1: out to metal ed. Mike, you're next up on our reverse order.
0: Uh, all right. For me, I'm just going to shout out the, uh, our, our MWO gang that meets up every Friday. Um, even on days where I can't make it, um, people are in there playing regularly scheduled, um, having a good old time. Uh, but a super special shout out to Mr. Seth White Fox for helping me out, set out OBS, getting us ready for the charity stream, and then just helping me troubleshoot OBS and Twitch and all the other stuff. Uh, he's been an insane amount of help and all that. So uh, MWO
4: gang and especially Seth. Thanks, buddy. Great. David? Uh, I have two people to shout out. One was Michael from Colorado. Uh, he and I played a great uh, company scale game. I got my ass kicked, but it was fun trying out uh, formation movements. And we didn't use formation bonuses, but it was it was a good game. And like I said, I got hosed, but a uh, good opponent, had a good time playing against him. And then my other shout out is actually for Jack for hosting and putting together the Colorado Winter Tech event. Uh, I think a lot of folks were not able to make it because of the weather, but uh, it was a really well thought out and uh, event in castle Rock and it had a great time so thank you, Jack for being someone who's continually helping to build the community
1: awesome yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. It's just the weather was atrocious I think a lot of the roads rised up unfortunately yeah it was
0: it, it was, was literally a wintry day that day
1: it was sketchy getting there in the morning the the name was very appropriate yeah <laughs> uh maybe yeah anyways um my shout out is to event organizers in general you guys are awesome you do a lot of hard work to ensure the success of the hobby and the growth of your local community and without you the game wouldn't be played and the community wouldn't grow you know there needs to be people who kind of take the hobby that extra step and it is almost quasi work but they absolutely are needed um and without you guys we just wouldn't have cons we wouldn't have tournaments we wouldn't have fun campaigns and i just want to say thanks you guys keep the game going well that being said i believe this concludes our episode of the valhalla club podcast unless uh, anyone wants to catch me now speak now or forever hold your peace
2: Last call. Yeah, that's last call. call. (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year.
1: Well, thank you for listening, and Happy New Year, absolutely.
0: Thanks for joining us today in the Valhalla Club. If you'd like to hang out with us and many other Battletech podcasters, then be sure to join our Discord. Link is in the description. Special thanks to our sponsor, Ares Games and Miniatures, Ares is the premier online retailer for all your battletech needs. If you would like to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com/slash the Valhalla Club. If you have any comments, please feel free to send an email to the at Outlook.com. Until next time, MechFans.